Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamakyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavangscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitam Tang Sajivam Sadvaitam Sahabadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinahamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavani Paschatyadeshatarine Vanchakalpatruvyascha Kripa Sindhuvya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Nama He Krishna Karana Sindhu Dinabando Chagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishavanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Eva Kevalam. Kalo nastyeva 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 gatiranyata. So welcome back uh, to Saturday Sangha, our, our usual gathering. Last week was a bit unusual gathering. Now we're back to usual gathering. Uh, and today... We will sing Bhaktivinoda Thakur's song and we will hear some, I think some devotees want to uh, present their Vyasa Puja offerings. Um, there was <clears throat> last, last week, um, there were so many who wanted to make offerings, but um, Somehow the time slipped by, and some of and our special guests were were there when we're speaking. <clears throat> so we'll have some such presentations, and then I thought 
let's, because last uh, week, the Vyasa Puja, some of you made this very, very interesting, very nice performance of um, Sagara Mantana, the churning of the milk ocean. So I thought it's nice to visit uh, this pastime again, this time looking at the Bhagavatam, how the Bhagavatam tells the story. So Hare Krishna, let's start with some music. We are <clears throat> we are singing uh, song number three of uh, Bhakti Pratikul Bhavavarjanangikar of uh, the Sharanagati songs of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. This song is called Vishaya Vimudha Armayavadi. Well, I think that's the first line of the song. All right, here we go. Mm Vishaya Vimudha Maya Vadija Bhakti Shunda Dunhe Pran Dare Akara Vishaya Vimudha Maya Vadija Bhakti Shunda Dunhe Prana Tadhyakara Prarthana koriye ami charane tuma Se duer madye ishayi tabu bhalo Maya vadi sang nahi magi kono kalo Se duer madye ishay dark Se duwe madhye vishayi tabhu bhala Maya vadhi sangha nahi agiya kono kalo Vishayi hridoy jabde shadhu sangha bhai Anayasi labhe bhakti bhakti kripai Vishayi Hridoya Javesha Sangha Bhai 
Krishna, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare 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 both the monist philosophers and those bewildered by worldly affairs live in vain, for both are devoid of devotion to you. Vishaya Vimudha are Maya Bhakti Shunya Dhumi Pran Dare Akaran. So the the Vishaya Vimudha, the foolish um, materialistic person, and Mayavadi John. Well, John, John can go with both, but of course, Mayavadi uh, means Mayavadi, <laughs> one who one who uh, adheres to or promotes the Vada of Maya that everything is maya. Bhakti shunya dunhe prandhare akaran. <clears throat> Devoid of bhakti, uh, both of them, prandhare akaran, their lives are useless. Mm. They live in vain. Second verse, I pray to your lotus feet, O Lord, that I may be spared the company of them both. <laughs> Edui shanganat, Nahoi amar pratana korie ami charan tomar. So, making a prayer, pratana korie, O Nata, O Lord. E dui shanga, these two kinds of associations, Nahoi amar, they are not, let them not be of me. Ami Chorane Tomar, I am at the shelter of your lotus feet. Se duer madye vishai tabu bhalo. Yet of the two, the worldly man is better. Se duer madye. Um, Madhya is in the middle. So between these two, Vishayi, Tabu, Bhalo. Bhalo means good. 
of these two, the vishayi, the sense enjoyer, is, is better. Mayavadi shanga nahi magi kono kalo. I don't, um, I don't wish, I don't pray for uh, at any time. Nahi kono magi kala mayavadi shanga. I don't, I don't want mayavad association at any time. Vishayi hridhoi jabe shadu pai anayasi labe bhakti bhakter kripai. When the worldly man, yeah, when the worldly man enters into the company of saintly persons, within his heart he becomes inspired by pure devotion through the mercy of those devotees. Vishai Hridoy in the heart of the uh, sense enjoyer. Jabe, I think when, Shadu Sangapai, when he receives. Anayase Labhe, entering into his heart. Bhakti, Bhakti Kripai. Bhakti enters. Mm, by the grace, kripai, bhaktera, of the bhaktas, of the devotees. But woe to him who has known the offensive presence of impersonalist philosophy. Such sophistry makes the heart hard as a thunderbolt. Mayavad dosha jaro hridoye Poshilo. Mm. So the dosha, the fault of Mayavada, uh, Jara, in, in whom, in whose heart, Jara Hridoye, Pashilo, has, has entered, has gone, or touches. Kutarke Hridoye Taravajra Sambhelo. Kutarka means. Here it's translated as sophistry, uh, which means argumentation, um, false argumentation. Tarka means reasoning. Kutarka means bad reasoning. Hridoya tar vajrasam, like a thunder, like a thunderbolt, uh, but it can also mean vajra. Also means diamond. Um, something extremely hard. Kutarke hridoitar vajra samabelo. Such sophistry makes the heart hard as a thunderbolt. The Mayavad philosopher declares that the true form of bhakti, its object, Sri Krishna, and its possessor, the devotee, are all transitory and thus illusory. Bhaktir Sarup, <clears throat> the true form of uh, bhakti, aro vishaya ashray. Vishaya means the object, refers to Krishna. Ashraya is uh, the, we can say the subject, the, the shelter, uh, the person who takes the shelter of the Lord. So that's the devotee. 
Mayavad Anitya Boliya, having said um, Anitya, that the Vishaya and the Ashraya are Anitya, are, are temporary, Mayavadi mm, Shab Koi, he's, he says all of that. Phi <laughs> um, on his pretense of service to Krishna. Phi is the translation here of the word dhik, uh, which is something like curses. Diktaro Krishna seva shravana kirtana. Phi on his pretense of service to Krishna, of hearing and chanting his glories. His so-called prayers strike the body of Krishna with blows more cruel than a thunderbolt. Krishna ange vajra hane tahar stavan. Mm. Krishna ange on Krishna's limbs vajra again thunderbolt hane beating tahar stavan. I don't know what is stavan. Um, mayavad sham bhakti pratikul nai ateva mayavadi shanga nahi chai. There is no philosophy as antagonistic to devotional service as mayavad philosophy. Bhakti pratikul, that which is against bhakti, mayavad sama equal to. Uh, Samanai, there is none equal to Mayavada as a bhakti pratikul. Ataeva, therefore, Mayavad Shanga Nahichai. I don't want Mayavad association. And finally, Bhakativi Node, Mayavad Dur Kori, Vaishnava Shangete Boise Namashrai Dhori. Bhakti Node drives away the philosophy of illusionism, dur kori, doing away with it, and sits safely, Vaishe, Vaishnav Shangete, in the society of Vaishnavas, under the shelter of the holy name, Namashrai Dure. So, um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is speaking quite strongly against Mayavada <laughs> with an interesting comparison um, by saying, I would, rather, I would rather have association with a Vishayi than with a Mayavadi. And he explains why. He says, the Vishayi by the grace of the Vaishnavas, can become purified and become a devotee, whereas a Mayavadi um, has uh, such a hard heart um, that it's not only not possible for, for the Mayavad, Mayavadi to, to soften, um, but also this can um, be dangerous to the devotee to have such association. So uh, this is anukul, not anukul, this is the opposite. This is pratikul, 
bhakti pratikul bhavarjana angikar, the accepting of the rejection. Angikar means acceptance or hmm, literally ma making as part of oneself, uh, which is interesting, uh, suggesting that it's, it's not so much about a, a mental practice or something superficial, but it's about making it one's, one's very own self. <clears throat> um, angikar, except imbi imbibing varjana, the rejection of the bhava, the, the spirit, uh, of that which is pratikul, which is against bhakti. This is <clears throat> this is song number three of this series, and I don't know. I think there must be at least one more song to this, and then it comes. Then it possibly comes to the next section, which is kind of going, taking the next step. Having done Sharanagati, then what? Uh, one may ask, and then Bhaktivinoda Thakur has several songs for that describing that process. Okay, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai. So, welcome again to everyone on this fine new, fine day of the new year. I should say happy new year to everyone, according to the Western calendar. Um, um, just reading a question there. Okay, so then, I'm tempted to ask if anyone wants to share uh, a New Year's resolution that you have made for yourself. <laughs> do you have Do you have this practice in uh, in Asian countries making New Year's resolutions? Nobody's volunteering. <laughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj, they are a bit fanciful about resolutions, but I really don't know like uh, how much they work on it. Well, for me, I haven't thought about it at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, it's one thing to make a resolution, and it's another thing to keep it. Uh, there's, uh, if, if one doesn't, if one doesn't keep it, then what happens is one forgets. So if I would ask you, what was your New Year's resolution for this last year? Probably most of us would say, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Right? <laughs> anyway, the years are going by, and whether or not we make any kind of uh, resolutions, Prabhupada says, um, said about GBC resolutions. 
resolutions, something, something, no solutions. <laughs> um, whether or not we make resolutions, we want to find solutions. Uh, especially this, uh, a permanent solution to material existence. Uh, what could that possibly be? How about service to Lord Krishna? Pure devotional service. Pure devotional service, anyone? Mm. Any takers? <laughs> okay, so I think uh, we have some Yasa Puja meditations. Is that right? Uh, Dira Lalita, I understand you are in charge here. Oh, oh, oh Hare Krishna, dear Gamaraj. Um, well, we have a list that we have uh, uh, sent to Dharma Gopta Prabhu. I could read a, 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 a list of devotees who's first, who's second, and I hope um, they're all here. Um, so the, sh shall I read the whole list out loud? Okay, yeah. Well, the first one is Bhaktin Usha G from London, and then um, uh, Ananda Mai, uh, and then Divyambara, and then Bhaktin Alex, and then Madhavi Kishori and family, and then Ramananda Gopal Prabhu, and Pandava Prabhu and Bhagavati. Okay. <laughs> so, Sounds good. Uh, I hope that uh, Usha Ji is here, so she can uh, unmute yes. herself. Yes, she's here. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my heartfelt obeisances as my spiritual master, who is the fountain of divine wisdom of transcendental knowledge, and also an ocean of compassion. All glories to Srila Prabhupada Maharaji, with Krishna's and your endless mercy upon me, I remain eternally grateful to you for accepting my prayer in allowing me to become part of this blissful family, the best gift that Krishna could have ever bestowed upon me. Maharaj, I seek shelter at your lotus feet as your eternal servant. I know this is the only path by which my deep commitment, my wholehearted endeavor can can help me to succeed to for pure devotional service that I can provide unto Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Gurudev, I bow to you in awe with the greatest reverence and deep affection for you, my most esteemed Guru Maharaj. It is indeed by your grace alone that I can aspire to qualify for Krishna's mercy to cross the path so ridden with many material obstacles. Maharaj, I have lived and worked in Krishna conscious environment for some years now with 
enormous blessing upon me to be in the company of and association of very many pure devotees. Now, despite my well-meaning intentions to immerse myself in Krishna consciousness, I seem to have got stuck in the mud. Maraji, here I am. I come to you having felt devoid of courage for so long. My longing has never been really deep enough to touch the hollowness of this empty well. And my effort never good enough to question in all honesty as to why I should continue to perpetuate the suffering despite being conscious of the depth of my ignorance as witnessed each day through my attachments, the many hours of overemployment, albeit in noble endeavors, noble purposes, the many distractions and the futile, fruitless material demands upon me, the obsessions that cause and continue to cause confusion and chaos and tie me up in knots each day. My most worshipful grace, Guru Maharaj, since seeking your shelter, your merciful compassion and deep inspiration is giving me strength, is giving me energy, and encourages me to engage wholeheartedly in deep and loving devotional service. I seek your mercy, Maharaj, so that I may remain firm in my resolve to broaden my shallow understanding of the hollowness of my illusions. And I may begin to find ways to make progress, to move the unmovable, and really what seems like an insurmountable mountain of darkness. Guru Maharaj, I pray that by serving you with my heart and my soul, by following your guidance and instructions, I may succeed in overcoming the material desires, the urges, the aversions that are all within me, I realize, and aspire for a deep change within me. It is through my devotion and humble service to you as my spiritual master, and by your grace alone, that I can make advancement in my spiritual being, so that I may be able to see things as they are and treat them as deserved. Maharaji, I'm very conscious that this is only possible by growing my practice, by growing my knowledge and my understanding, by following your instructions, which are based on Srila Prabhupada's writings and his many, many books and Shastras. I therefore seek your blessings, Maharaj, that I may also one day be able to draw on my meager innate resources to achieve the transformation in my consciousness to that very high bar that Srila Prabhupada has set for us all as his devotees. With that as my prayer, Guru Maharaj, please accept my most respectful obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you. Very nice. <clears throat> yes, Srila Prabhupada has set, he has set a very high bar <laughs> for all of us <clears throat> so that we can actually get to the goal.
<laughs> okay, thank you. The next is Anandamoni. Hare Krishna, uh, Guru Maharaj, Hare Krishna, everyone. Um, Omagyana Timirandasya, Gyananjana Shalakaya, Chakshur, on Militamina, Tasmaishi, Guru Vanamaha. I offer my respectful obeisances unto my spiritual master who has opened my eyes, which were blinded by the darkness of ignorance with the torchlight of knowledge. In my offering to you, my dear Guru, not much change in a practical way. I can present before you my little attempt of the service I some time ago dedicated to you and Krishna, namely my writing a book about self-realization, which goes slowly but forward, step by step. I am building a, um, through research a picture of it which is, I think, already somewhere in the sky, Akashic Records. The service helps me broaden my spiritual vision and hopefully it can help others. At present, I am researching our good friend, Bhagavad Gita. I also came back to study Sanskrit, which I started many years ago and which I have already forgotten. Now I am enjoying every lesson. This year was strange and hard, but at the same time surprising with certain realizations. I could understand my wondrous connection with Srila Prabhupada even more deeply than before, manifested as a confirmation. His recent piercing omnipresence in my life and your excellent guidance lifted my perception of seeing myself, my capacity, and completely changed everything. So now I can continue the mission, the second part with a new fresh perspective, the wind of change, which is I think right for everyone and significant. This year was also remarkable because of your most valuable association in many ways, including online meetings. Primary, however, by dint of your presence in my life. It becomes most precious to know you better and better outside, although inside. Each door which you gradually opened before me led me to the most intricate, exciting and astounding levels of my consciousness. The consciousness which revealed from me your extraordinary nature in this oneness. Now I cannot imagine anything else. That is the stability I wish to penetrate. Therefore, I want to thank you for this special time I could never expect. And I hope to develop it more and more, extend my internal world, open my eyes and enter this depth of spiritual reality, which is for me. My offering to you is actually an offering of me to you, of my service, my time, my abilities, myself. In the end, I must emphasize that I fully appreciate all your support, each detail of your care. So thank you for everything. You are the best teacher for me, the best guider, the best example, the best spiritual master, and just the best. 
I am honored by your transcendental supervision. And this is the most valuable treasure I have. On this occasion of Yavyasa Puja, I wish you good health, even more success, and the most magnificent spiritual life. Hare Krishna. Please accept my obeisances. <laughs> Jai, thank you. <clears throat> most, most magnificent spiritual life. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, next one is Divyambara from New York. Jai Guru Maharaj, Hare Krishna. I bow down to you, Lotus Feet. And Hare Krishna, dear God brothers and God sisters. Um, I'm trying to share my screen. Is that working? Oh, there you go. So, Guru Maharaj, this, this year I made my offering in the form of a PowerPoint presentation. And um, it's, it's an attempt to share what uh, I've been through this past year and also a very meager attempt to glorify you. So, please accept. <clears throat> I, I am not very expert at doing this, so there you go. Mukankaroti vachalam, pangung langayati girim, yat kripa tamaham vande, shri gurundi nataranam. By the mercy of the Guru, even a dumb person can become the greatest orator, and even a lame person can cross mountains. This verse has been, um, uh, how to say, like a guiding star in my entire spiritual life. <laughs> so in, I don't know if you remember Guru Maharaj, in 1994, you visited Sofia, Bulgaria, where I was serving. And um, you visited for the first time after I don't know, maybe 10 years or more. The, 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 before that, you were, uh, you visited Bulgaria under the Iron Curtain. So you were kind of incognito. And unfortunately, I couldn't find a lot of pictures from that time. We didn't have cell phones back then. But this is one picture. You can see the Trabant in the back. This is one of the most popular car cars in Bulgaria <laughs> at the time. Along, along with the Russian Lada. Um, it was a very austere um, place to live in, but nevertheless, you came and visited us. Very kind of you, you came directly from India. And I remember you were, your flight was delayed by six or eight hours. And um, yeah, you told us that you survived an orange juice this whole time. So um, the funny thing is that when you arrived, I was trying to make some very healthy food for you, which I really had no idea how to do. But um, I made you, one, with the first meal, I served you freshly squeezed oranges. <laughs> because, because that was actually a luxury at that time in Bulgaria. 
So I was your personal cook. And uh, for the first time I served you uh, breakfast, I made very healthy, so-called healthy whole wheat biscuits. And they were really hard, right? Like rocks. So I, I made this biscuit for you and I put a slice of butter on top. And then the plate came back and the biscuit was in the plate and the butter was gone. And the devotee who <laughs> cleared your plate said, uh, said that um, the biscuit was so hard that you took it and you did like this. And you can hear this rock-like sound. Oh, that was so embarrassing to me. I was really trying to cook healthy for you. Uh, <laughs> At the time I was the temple cook and I thought I was doing, I thought I was doing pretty good. At, I was pretty good at it. But when I cooked uh, during the five days of your visit, Krishna completely crushed my pride and everything I prepared was basically a disaster. And I, Guru Maharaj, please forgive me. I still apologize for putting you and your digestion through a lot of austerity at that time. Um, at the end of your last meal, you before you left, you called me to your room. And I will never forget that. It was uh, some of the biggest lessons in cooking you've given, you've given me. So the first thing you asked me was, um, are you using recipes? <laughs> and you suggested that I do so, that it would be a good idea. Um, and then you offered me a couple of precious, precious cooking tips that I still follow today. Uh, one of them was, like you said, okay, because I would serve you two vegetable dishes, two sabjis. And um, I remember I had, was it carrots or potatoes or something? I had the same vegetable in the two sabjis and you, you suggested that don't repeat vegetables. If you're making multiple vegetable preparations, don't use the same vegetables. So I still, I, I've never done this since then. You also taught me how to check if the rice is ready. And you did it in such a compassionate way because I was so nervous and I was shaking and I was already so distraught by all the, all the failures I've had cooking for you. And and the way you taught me how to check if the rice is ready. So you said you take a grain of rice and you squeeze it between your fingers. And, and if there is a little bit of hard hardness, like a little grain of sand, then this rice, then the rice probably needs three more minutes to cook. And then you said, this rice is like that. <laughs> so, um, and then, um, uh, then you instructed me to spend more time learning how to cook. And also you suggested that I improve my English because um, somehow you envisioned that one day I may become a Bulgarian translator for Srila Prabhupada's books. And a year later, I was accepted as a Bulgarian translator of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And this is a service I did for you for the next five years at the BBT in Sweden. And this is Shishi Gandharvika Giridhari, very, very beautiful deities. 
Uh, and by the grace, this is how I realized, by your grace, a dumb person can truly begin to speak and write in any language. Uh, and I did not speak a word of English uh, when I first joined the devotees. And then over the next few years, you continue to remind me to learn more cooking. While uh, I served in Mayapur and Vrindavan, when I prepared to get married, um, when I was sick, you would always encourage me and you would say, oh, how about learning some more cooking? <laughs> uh, that was the period of all kinds of difficulties, but cooking was a very positive learning engagement for me. And by your grace, I was able to cross a mountain of difficulties that helped me evolve as a human being and as your servant. During my struggles with chronic health issues, I studied Ayurveda with Vaidya Ramakant Mishra. He's, uh, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, he taught me many things, among them the principles of sattvic Ayurvedic cooking. And around that time, I also realized that taking care of my health is my responsibility. And one thing also, Guru Maharaj, you, you always, when you hear that any of us are not doing well or we're sick or something, you always encourage us to make our health our priority. And I, um, I always, um, I kind of neglected this at the beginning, but then I realized how important it is. And it is our responsibility to take care of our health in service to you. <clears throat> Fast forward, um, my husband Purusha Sukta Prabhu and I live in New York City in the shelter of Shishi Radha Mulidara and Shri Gauru Chandra at the Bhakti Center in Manhattan. And our occupational project, so this is what we've been busy with the, the past year, is um, we're in the Prasadam service business. So this is our restaurant, Divya's Kitchen, and um, you can see the front and then we haven't been able to serve indoors for a while. So we had to build a structure for outdoor dining. This is the right pic the picture on the right. And this is where people come to eat in the middle of the cold season. <laughs> but this is out in the parking lot. And this is the indoor dining, which currently suspended, but we'll see what happens. We're still there to serve. And it's been a really re very intense experience running a restaurant, but also a very rewarding experience in many different ways. And this is your favorite dish on our menu, the Asian stir fry. So I offer that to you again. <laughs> um, and during the pandemic, we, we in our efforts to sustain our business uh, and our service, we created uh, some retail products. So these are Kitri in a packet. You just put it in hot water and it's ready in 15 minutes. It has all the spices and everything. So when our restaurant was closed for two months in, in March and April, I designed these recipes. And then we have a whole team of people who work on worked on creating a product, which was a whole learning experience for me. It's, it, there's so many little details. Um, but yes, this has been very well received so far. 
and our um, I would I would consider this our main project because I really um, I, I love teaching and sharing with others what I've learned. So Bhagavad Life is our nonprofit educational school, and it started with us organizing Japa retreats all over the United States, but I actually in other parts of the world. I don't know if you remember we had a Japa retreat in Hong Kong that you participated in a few years ago, and. Um, and now all of our product programs are online and we focus on um, basically cooking classes like cooking education because I find why I'm inspired to do that is uh, by helping people learn how to prepare sattvic vegetarian food at home. Um, they just really very quickly elevate their consciousness to um, become more spiritual. And I've seen this over the years, it, it really works. So currently we have our Ayurvedic nutrition and culinary certification program. This is like an Ayurvedic chef program, which we're running for the fifth year. And this year, the first level is all online. And we recently got certified and um, accredited by the National Ayurvedic Medical Association, which is a great honor. Um, and um, I have one cookbook, which is already in its eighth edition. We've had three editions this year. And the second cookbook, I'm working on it every day. And Guru Maharaj, I'm still trying to figure out what you're trying to tell me with this facial expression. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for receiving a copy of my book. And the book is also came out in German earlier this year. So the more important projects that I'm working on, uh, they're lifetime projects in, and it's all work in progress, is over um, um, following the example of transforming judgmental mentality into compassionate understanding desire for fame, name and fame into passing it all on to Guru and Krishna, self-centered lack of confidence into selfless confidence to serve as asked, demeaning others into dignifying others, anger into letting go with ease and lust into pure love. And this may sound very ambitious, but I believe that they are all possible because by your grace and Krishna's mercy, everything is possible. And I pray to remain in the shelter of your lotus feet. And this is, I always appreciate your encouragement, Guru Maharaj, because you're always, somehow you're always there for us to, to let us know that, yes, this is, everything is possible by the mercy of Krishna. Thank you, Guru Maharaj, for loving us unconditionally and for not giving up on us, for helping us experience Sri Krishna's presence in our lives, for uniting us as one spiritual family, for encouraging and guiding us to live and serve to our full potential, for believing in each one of us and helping us believe in ourselves, for being personally concerned and present for each one of us when we face life's difficulties, for shaping and transforming our hearts, rock hard 
from rock hard to spongy soft. And now I offer you my improved biscuit, which is now spongy soft. And we have it in the menu at Divya's Kitchen as well. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Devyambara. Very nice. Um, a practical question. Oh, first a comment. I cannot, I'm sorry, I don't know what exactly was my message by my facial expression at the time. Um, maybe I was saying something like, what, only one book? <laughs> sorry. Um, so you're working on a second one. Uh, this Divya's Kitchen now, this means you're moving out of uh, number 25 First Street, First Avenue, First Street? First Avenue, yeah. No, we're still there. We just, indoor dining is not allowed in all over New York City. So we are, yeah. we can only serve out on the street. So we have these heat lamps. We're trying to keep people warm while they oh. dine. Because, okay. So... Um, anyway, so it's not a different address. It's the same address. Yeah, but we're serving okay. out in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, how do you go, March? Next uh, devotee uh, to present the offering is Martin Alex. I don't know if she's with us. Bhaktin Alex. Hello, Bhaktin Alex. Maybe we could uh, go to the next, and then if Bhaktin Alex um, comes around, maybe she could do it after. Yeah. So um, then we have um, Madhavi Kishori and the family from Simhachala. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. Hi, um, Krishna. Accept our humble obeisances, all glories to you. Um, we have prepared something a little more interactive for you. Um, we wanted to do it on the Vyasa Puja day itself as little part of entertainment, but um, Daddy, come. now we're doing it today, and Priya uh, Radha was the one to inspire us to do something, because as we are now parents, it's very important for us to always keep her engaged in Krishna's service, so we took the second canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, and um, we looked what could be inside, which she would also like, and she liked the story of Varahadi very much was, was very briefly told inside. So um, we would like to offer something interactive for you um, to look and we hope you would enjoy it. Thank <laughs> you. 
when the universe was harassed by the gold-exploiting demon Hiranyaksha. He was the first demon and couldn't get enough riches to hold in his demoniac clutches. Due to the harassment by the Daitya Hiranyaksha, the earth fell into the lower part of the sphere, called the Garbodaka Ocean.
So that was of a small little offering. Sorry, it was not as professional, but we tried to make something nice. And Priya Radha, she insisted after um, she saw us last times always we practice the theater for you, for the Vyasa Puja. So she said, I also want to do something for Prabhupada. <laughs> and <laughs> she always calls you Prabhupada. <laughs> so she was very happy that she could participate. And yes. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, and thanks to Priya Radha. Where is she? She's here. She's too shy to look into the camera. Come here. Come here. Say Hare Krishna. Oh, there she is. Okay. <laughs> she was hiding behind and. Hi, Bhutti. Okay, thank you. Very Thank nice, you. very nice. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Um, we are uh, calling now for Bhaktin Alex again, if she's there. Bhaktin Alex. I can't see her on the list of participants, so... You can't see her. Okay, so the next devotee is Ramananda Gopal Prabhu. And then Pandava Prabhu and Bhagavati. So Ramananda Gopal Prabhu? Yes, Hare Krishna. We are here. Come a little bit closer because, uh, yeah. Yeah, Hare Krishna, dear devotees, um, dear God family, and of course, dear Gurudev. Uh, since the last, uh, last Sangha was uh, full of theater preparation and uh the acting yeah it was it was uh I, I missed out a little bit to write and proper offering to you and i just scrabbled something <laughs> what gave me a little bit uh, uh a note i read this to you okay still Charu want to play with us as well Okay, super. Dear Gurudev, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to you and your valuable service to your glorious Guru Maharaj, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami Shurabhapad, and the whole Vaishnava community. It is so, so suitable that your appearance day is just on the appearance of Srimad Bhagavad Gita. For me, you are the Bhagavad Gita became alive. Sometime I'm sometimes I'm troubled with anxiety, fear, and or even confusion, I open the Gita with a question in my heart. And Bhagavad Gita gives me always an answer, soothing my mind and giving peace to my worried heart. The Bhagavad Gita is the book of knowledge of the divine and it is its application in this material world. Since I got that book and read it, I linked in the transcendental VLAN network of Srila Prabhupada, who connected me to the transcendental connection to the Supreme Person. So Bhagavad Gita became like an application in my life, what I downloaded by reading it. The app came with a suitable password. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. With that connection, I surfed, I surfed around 
into eternal net, not knowing how to apply the app. So I needed a webmaster who gave me instructions how to really work with it. I prayed to the owner of the net for a webmaster who can teach me how to use this network to keep the connection clean by active service to that to the net and its owner, Sri Krishna Bhagavan. Uh, looking around, I found different webmasters and tried out here and there, basically relying on the experiences of others, of other users. Finally, I made the best choice of my life beside of my wife, <laughs> of course. I got my own personal guru, someone who hears my prayers, someone who cares. Thank you very much, Guru Dev. Um, yeah, so this was uh, yeah something what came in my mind while I missed out the trauma of uh, Priyarada, <laughs> but I will look at it later or maybe I get even a live performance. <laughs> Thank you, Guru Dave, for uh, you really calmed us all the time when we had uh, some difficulties. Living in a community in this day and age is uh, sometimes challenging, as maybe everybody who does so uh, uh, have also these experiences. On the other hand, this is the only remedy against these impersonal tendencies what we have in in our in in our modern age by social distancing. So we have here in a community, we have always social embracements <laughs> of uh, challenges, of problems, but also of care and guidance and uh, of deep friendship. And uh, therefore, we are always um, grateful that you always encourage us to uh, keep on going, give us options how also can look at the other hand on things and in this way keep our mind open and help us to really become better persons yeah thank you very much Guru Dev. that's uh there's so much more to say but i think as only uh keep the keep it free for others also to to, to read the offerings and uh yeah. Joe want to show his new toy, what he got, some kind of a cannon. No, so offerings on different ways you can shoot. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I had so much, much more in my in my mind to say and to, to 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 bring back to you. Oh, one thing, one thing I wanna wanna mention is that. Uh, I not only got a Guru Dave, I got a whole load of spiritual family. And I'm actually, I'm very, very grateful of all this coronavirus because, because of the coronavirus, I got to know my God family much more better and personally. And uh, saying that, that um, experience of having an online Zoom theater was astonishing. And it was so much fun and so much... Uh, uh, how to say some some new experience, and I have a suggestion to all of you for the for the coming sanghas when we have maybe uh, when when we got over the the Vyastapucha offerings, what is a very nice and personal uh, service to do. Maybe we could also 
um, start in due course of time in to have in each sangha maybe one or two devotees who uh, how to say make a little bit uh, introduction of themselves to get them even to know more. I you know I personally I don't know much about the whole South American yatra who's going on there and something like that. Maybe then we can get to know each other in a yeah in a more personal way and as we never before uh, this Zoom Sanghas were going on, could even imagine to, to meet them and to reconnect with them. Maybe some little suggestion for this. All glories to His Holiness Krishna Kshetasvami uh, for the very best guidance what we, what we can, what we can uh, uh, think of and for the very best God family I can think of too. Hare Krishna. Hare Hare. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ramananda Gopal. And family, Gopi Gita is there. Charu, Charu's toys are there. Um, Morari is asleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your suggestion is very nice. And... Um, Maybe that's something that uh, Dharma Gopta could organize. <laughs> yes, he's the best. He's he's a real organizer. Let's see if he agrees. Yeah. Okay. Hare Krishna. And then we had. And then we have. Pandava Prabhu and Bhagavati from Leicester. Mm-hmm. Are they here? Hare Krishna. Please accept my humble obeisances, Maharaj. So, Hare Krishna. On this occasion, on your, on, of your Vyasa Puja, I would like to, first of all, wish you all the best on your spiritual path. Also, it is in connection to the new year. So I would like to wish you that Krishna will always bless you and help you with your all of your projects. And also, I would like to thank you <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> very much for your understanding and patience and mercy you have shown me for all of these many years. Especially I appreciate your like help. And after 1998 and in recent years, years. So that, that it will, we will soon try to show some small play according to the idea of Pandava Prabhu, so I don't want to make it too long. So, Kamti, thank you very much for everything, and Krishna bless you with all of your, of his mercy. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisance. Thank you, 
Guru Maharaj, I am very happy to have you as my spiritual master. I didn't think it's going to be a little bit emotional, but um, um, it took me a while to 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 decide uh, uh, to take the guru, and I'm 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 convinced that definitely Krishna helped me in those days because there were so many spiritual masters, and over the years, I have I have had so much of your assistance, help, and option to serve you. So I'm really grateful for, for everything you allow me to do and um, tolerate my my shortcomings. Uh, uh, we will present now a small uh, play, which is uh, surprisingly for us, uh, connected to the main play that was on the Vyasa Puja day, because it's also uh, with the uh, turning of the uh, ocean. So I will set the, the computer for the scene. So the title is uh, Power of Mahaprasad. Narada Muni Vajaya Vina Radhika Ramana Narada Muni, in great ecstasy, comes to Kailash. You look so extraordinary today. Tell me why you are so effulgent today. After serving Mother Lakshmi, I received from her Mahaprasadam of Lord Narayan. And now mm -hmm. I feel rejuvenated. My spiritual potency increased hundred times. Narada, after getting Lord Mahaprasad, which is so rare, you ate it all without giving me any. You came here but didn't bring any of Mahaprasad, which is such a rare treasure. Narada, feeling ashamed, put his head down. I'm so sorry, my brother. I have got only a little grain of rice left. Here it is. Give it to me. Give it to me. Lord Shiva took it from Narada and started to dance. The earth was rocking back and forth due to his ecstatic dance. Alarmed, Parvati came there and broke Lord Shiva's frown. Why did you interrupt 
Dear husband, stop your madness. It is not the time for destroying the universe. <laughs> After regaining external consciousness, Lord Shiva said, Why did you interrupt my ecstasy? By doing so, you have practically killed me. I've never tasted such a bliss before in my life. Why did you stop me? My Lord, just see what is happening. Your dance is, is pushing the earth down to Patala region. I had to use such strong words because you are threatening to destroy the universe. Please forgive me. Lord, Shid, Lord Shiva pardoned Parvati and smiled. Prabhu, every day you dance in ecstasy of Krishna Prema. Why today you are dancing so madly? Your effulgent is as brilliant as 10, 10 million stars. I've never seen you exhibiting such a magnificent form. Why are you displaying such rapture in Krishna Prema today? Oh, Devi, today my brother Narada gave some of Lord Narayan's Mahaprasadam. Lord Mahaprasadam is very rare in all three worlds. It's very difficult to obtain it because Mahaprasadam has nectar of Krishna's lips. Today my life is successful by mercy of Narada. I received Mahaprasadam. And that's the source of my ecstasy. After getting that rarely attainable Mahaprasadam, you ate it all yourself? You didn't give me even a speck of it? For all of this time, I thought that you are kind and merciful to me. As husband and wife, we are one. But today, your false love is revealed. It's all just pretension. You cheated me. Oh, Bhavani, you have no rights to receive this transcendental wealth. Why? One of my names is Vaishnavi, and I also have devotion for Lord Vishnu. Now in this assembly, I make a solemn vow. If Lord Narayan bestows this compassion upon me, I will make sure that Lord Mahaprasadam is distributed to everyone in the universe, even to the dogs and jackals. Now Lord Vishnu appears. Mother Parvati offered her respect and with tears in her eyes, lets out her problem. My dear Lord, you are aware of everything. I'm your devotee. Why am I rejected to receive your maha? Please grant my desire so all my children will have mercy of your maha prasadam, even the lowest one. You know my vow. Be merciful to me and grant me this boon. Oh, Katyayani, you are my Adyashakti. Through you, I manifest the entire material creation. I know you have devotion for me. You always engage in my service. 
Without you, this material creation could not exist. All world worships you and your husband as Hara and Gauri. Be assured, I will keep your promise. I will personally distribute my Mahaprasad to everyone in the universe. Listen to Katayani Dev. Now, I will tell you the inner secret about an ancient episode when devas and demons were churning the ocean of nectar. The first object that appeared was Kalpataru, a desire tree. Within that tree was a transcendental effulgence emanating from the beautiful form of Lord Chaitanya, who is the supreme embodiment of pure mercy. He is <clears throat> the fountainhead of all incarnations. In the age of Kali, I will manifest the golden form of Sri Goranga Mahaprabhu to propagate Sankirtan movement. Taking the form of golden avatar, I will fulfill your vow of Parvati and give love of Krishna to everyone. In form of Goranga, I will deliver all people in Kali Yuga. Lord Shiva and Mother Parvati started chanting, started chanting Hari, Hari, Hari. After the ecstatic dance and Kirtan, Narada Muni had left. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare. Rama, 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare Rama, Hare Rama Rama, Rama, Hare 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 Hare
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Gauranitai, 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 Jaya Gauranitai. Jaya Gauranitai, 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 Jaya Gauranitai. Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya Krishna Kshetra Swami, Krishna Kshetra Swami, Krishna Kshetra Swami, Jaya Krishna Jaya Krishna Kshetra Swami, Krishna Kshetra Swami, Krishna Kshetra Swami, Jaya Krishna Kshetra Swami. Hare Krishna. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Very nice. <laughs> We're getting lots of theater today. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, I'm speechless. Dira Lalita, do we have anyone more today? Um, not very much, not for today. Um, okay. I, I think we, we divided the list to six per, per sangha. Oh, so, I see. So we okay. can hear also some of your uh, class as well. All right. We'll speak something briefly. Yeah, I wanted to speak from Bhagavatam and from the chapter 5 of uh, Canto 8, Srimad Bhagavatam. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam namaskritya naram chaiva narotamam Deving sarasvating vyasam tato jayamudiraye Nashta prayeshu Nityam bhagavata sevaya Bhagavati uttama shloke bhaktir bhavati Naishtiki There's a uh, a couple of, we may say, coincidences coming together. Last week, uh, we saw this quite amazing performance, um, premiere of uh, Zoom uh, churning of the ocean uh, by the demigods and the demons. And uh, starting next Monday for five days, I'm going to be giving classes for the Mayapur Institute of Higher Education, 
on Srimad Bhagavatam chapters 5, Canto 8, chapters 5 through 10. Uh, this is part of their Bhakti Vedanta course. There's Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Vaibhava, Bhakti Vedanta. And I believe they have around 20 students. So I've been asked to facilitate. And so in preparation for that, I've been reading the chapters and and now to speak something about them helps me further to prepare. Uh, we may be aware that the Bhagavatam cantos four through nine really are telling, giving account of a day in the life of Lord Brahma. And within Lord Brahma's day, so many Manus are appearing. I believe it's 14 in number altogether. And here it's making reference to the sixth Manu, whose name is Chakshusha. Um, and he had a son who was also uh, a Manu, whose name was Chakshu. Uh, and then it's giving some dynastic information, names of so many descendants, which I won't go into here. But it's mentioned in this list that a certain uh, husband and wife, Vairaja, was the wife. The husband was... Mm, um, sorry, the wife of Vairaja was Deva Sambuti. And she gave birth. It doesn't say Vairaja and Deva. Anyway, Deva Sambuti gave birth to Ajita. Ajita, of course, is the name of the Lord, one who is unconquered. And it turns out this is a name of the tortoise avatar, and that, of course, is uh, the form of the Lord who provides the pivot on which Mount Mandara will be placed uh, for the, the churning pastime. So as soon as Shukadev Goswami mentions this, Maharaj preaches interest perks up. Perhaps he was a little bit um, dozing off with all the names that were given. Now he is uh, eager to hear about the churning of the ocean. And so now Shugadev Goswami uh, begins that discussion. So we saw this uh, last week, and we all know the story. We know that there were the devas, and there were the asuras, and they were brought together by the Lord um, in response to the devas' request to the Lord to do something because they had been... Um, 
in a terrible condition. They had been uh, basically thrown out of office. Uh, it's mentioned here that this was due to a curse by Durvasamuni. We don't get a further explanation of that. Uh, and to my knowledge, I just read part of uh, this in Mahabharata, there's no mention there, um, at least in the portion I read. Maybe it's mentioned later. In any case, the devas are in an unfortunate condition. What to do? So they approach the Lord, and the Lord says, well, the thing is, it's not really your time. And this is an interesting point for all of us, the, uh, the time factor. Um, we are sometimes frustrated by the conditions in which we find ourselves. And uh, certainly one of the factors that brings about our condition is the time factor. And it seems that Lord Vishnu, although he is the um, he is time, he seems to be saying in this case, there's nothing I can do um, to change this. Time seems to have a kind of independence. But as we know, the Lord has an idea, he has a suggestion, and the suggestion is rather novel for the devas because the devas are accustomed whenever there is conflict with the asuras to fight the asuras. Now the Lord is suggesting instead of fighting with the asuras, why don't you cooperate with the asuras? And together, together in cooperation, you can do something very nice. You can produce amrita. You can make nectar. And this nectar will be something which is interesting. It's of value for both of you. And so they agree. Now, I want to suggest... In general, we understand how, how do we read uh, the Bhagavatam following Srila Prabhupada, we are urged to read the narrations in a literal way. Srila Prabhupada would say, this is itihasa. Itihasa means history. History means it happened. It happened sometime long ago, but it did happen. Sometimes, however, it may be appropriate not to ignore the literal meaning, but to consider a possible allegorical meaning. meaning. And this is what I want to suggest that we might do with the story of the churning of the ocean. Um, and what my reflection is as an allegorical understanding is that we turn the story 
mm, as an internal situation. Now, I want to emphasize here what I'm suggesting is not the same thing as Mahatma Gandhi was saying about the Bhagavad Gita, which Prabhupada criticized very much. Um, Gandhi would say that the battle of Kurukshetra is only allegorical. There, is, there was no such actual war or battle, uh, but it is um, just allegorical, and we can take it that it is uh, the battle which goes on within us. So that's, there's something to that. The problem with what Gandhi was saying uh, for Srila Prabhupada was to reject the literal reading. And by rejecting the literal reading of the Bhagavad Gita, other problems came. So especially uh, Krishna's urging Arjuna to fight, uh, to allegorize that completely, sort of removes uh, the possibility of there being, in fact, uh, dharmic uh, war, a, a religious war. But that's kind of another story. But we find here in the story of the devas and the asuras cooperating, I think, an interesting possibility for thinking about what goes on within us. Uh, we may sometimes feel that what's happening within our own um, emotional life, within our own, within our thoughts, can be something of a something of a back and forth, uh, which may be not a cooperation so much as a competition. So the idea of reading this as a cooperation, at least uh, up to a certain point, it was a cooperation, and then with arrangements of the Lord. Um, as it as it worked out, as the Lord arranged, the uh, devas end up being those who profit from the churning exercise. But the 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 point of cooperation, I think, brings us to an interesting possibility that uh, those who we perceive within ourselves those notions, those emotions, those uh, tendencies, whatever, which we, we, f we fight against. And sometimes we may feel are prevailing over us uh, so that we feel helpless. The Lord is suggesting here um, a creative solution, if you like, and uh, the creative solution for the devas and demigods is mm, this uh, very special kind of in industrial activity. Mm. They're, uh, they're, they're acting as a kind of mm, cosmic machinery uh, to produce the nectar. Uh, 
Well, that's a general thought, but then um, let's look at verse number 23 of, verse num of chapter number five. Ayam chatasya stitipalanachana satvang jushanasya bhavaya dehinam Tasmat Prajama Sharanang Jagat Gurum Swanam Sanodasati Shamsura Priya. <clears throat> uh, this is being spoken by Lord Brahma. Lord Brahma says, Now is the time to invoke the mode of goodness of the living entities who have accepted material bodies. The mode of goodness is meant to establish the Supreme Lord's rule, which will maintain the existence of the creation. Therefore, this is the opportune moment to take shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead because he is naturally very kind and dear to the demigods, he will certainly bestow good fortune upon you. So a kind of key, key word here, I would say, is opportunity in Srila Prabhupada's translation. Um, The Lord is giving an opportunity, and the opportunity is what? To uh, cultivate the mode of goodness. Of course, we may say the higher uh, opportunity of the Lord is to cultivate shuddha sattva, but here it's specifically mentioning uh, sattva, sattvam jushanasya bhavaihadehinam. <clears throat> Uh, stiti palana kshana. This is the time for maintenance. Uh, of course, this is a general concern of Lord Vishnu, and when he's coming to this world uh, in his so many different forms, that's his main purpose, to sustain, to maintain uh, as opposed to Lord Brahma's creation, Lord Shiva's destruction, we just saw, we heard uh, Parvati's very great concern that Lord Shiva may be destroying the universe prematurely by his ecstatic dancing. It's all very nice that you dance, Lord Shiva, but don't get too ecstatic, because when you get too ecstatic, you tend to destroy things. <laughs> but Lord, Lord Vishnu is all about maintenance, and uh, that's going to be his task in his several forms that he takes uh, in this pastime. He becomes kurma in order to support. He becomes also the Lord uh, who holds, because the, uh, the pillar has to be kept steady at the top as well. So the Lord 
performs this activity as well. Uh, and he eventually appears in such a way as to bewilder the, the asuras. And uh, he also manifests in the potency of the devas, the asuras. Um, and um, himself manifesting uh, sattva guna. Uh, whoops, I need to go back to verse number 16. Let's see. This had to do with Lord uh, in Indra's pride. So this is, uh, I'll just summarize, Shukadeva is saying uh, the, the, the Asuras are attacking the, demon, uh, the demigods with their serpent weapons, uh, who are then losing their lives. And at this time, because the devas had been cursed by Durvasamuni, the three worlds were poverty-stricken. And what that means is uh, the, um, the various ritualistic performances which should be done were not being done. Okay, now we get the explanation in the purport of how this all happened with Durvasa. <clears throat> Okay, yes, Durvasa offers Indra a garland. So he's offering respect to Indra. But what does Indra do? Indra, Indra makes one of his uh, famous mistakes <laughs> based on his pride. In this case, he's too proud to take a garland from, from Durvasa. So what does he do? He puts the garland around his elephant. The name of Indra's elephant is? Airavata. Airavata. Now this is possibly cause for questioning because later it's going to turn out Airavata will manifest through the churning. So it seems he's already there and he's going to appear again in any case. Uh, and what does the, the elephant do? Perhaps this is another elephant. It's not mentioned here that it's Airavata. Uh, he throws the garland on the ground and he smashes it with his legs. Durvasa takes this as an insult and that's where the, the cursing comes in. At this point, we could, of course, ask, is there another way that Durvasa could have responded? And we could probably think of many ways that he might have responded, one of which is he could have simply smiled and moved on. <laughs> he could have just ignored 
of the whole thing. He could have gotten another garland. Perhaps he had many garlands. He could have taken another one and um, say, my dear Indra, I really wanted to honor you with a garland. Um, please accept this garland. Or, or he could have just shrugged his shoulders and said, well, maybe it's a bad day for Lord Indra. But no, what does he do? <laughs> he curses him. And the curse is such that the whole universe gets involved. And this makes for an opportunity. So going from some, some misfortune into, uh, a, uh, into an opportunity. Um, where am I here? Where's my marker? Uh, becomes an opportunity for Indra and everyone else. Okay, I don't find the marker. We can go then to verse number, I believe it was 33. Now let's let's talk about verse number thirty-one. Oops, it's already three o'clock. Satvam Srishta will end with this. Bahir Antaravi Gatingna Sukshmam Rishayas Chavidme Kuto Asuradya Itara Pradanaha. Since our bodies, this is the Deva speaking. Since our bodies are made of sattva guna, we, the demigods, are internally and externally situated in goodness. All the great saints are also situated in that way. Therefore, if even we cannot understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead, what is to be said of those who are most insignificant in their bodily constitutions? Being situated in the mode of passion and ignorance. How can they understand the Lord? Let us offer our respectful obeisances unto him. So this is one of a few prayers the devas are offering to the Lord uh, prior to uh, beginning this churning process. And all that I wanted to point out is that this is another case of, there are so many cases in Shastra of what's called Kaimutya Nyaya. Kaimutya Nyaya is basically the, the logic that if such and such is the case, then how much more such and such is also the case. Uh, the particular example here is that the demigods are saying, we can't understand the Lord. And, and we, we're quite qualified. We are um, completely fixed in sattva guna. Sometimes one may wonder if that's really true. Um, but they're saying, 
in the mode of goodness, not only externally, but internally. So all in all, our whole bodies are sattva guna. And yet we don't understand the Lord. What to speak of those who are having, mm, who are insignificant in their bodily constitutions, being situated in the mode of passion, <clears throat> excuse me, passion and ignorance. So this could be taken in an, a discouraging way. Who are we to understand, to be able to understand the Lord? Um, but we can also take it in a positive way uh, that mm, it gives us humility. And it's humility that is going to be uh, that which inspires the Lord to reveal himself to us. Uh, so if we read it in that way, oh, who am I to understand the Lord? Even the demigods can't. Possibly by a process of churning <laughs> in service to the Lord, churning our um, efforts to, to, to hear from the Lord and understand the Lord. Uh, to realize the Lord, the Lord may reveal himself and then all will be well. Okay, um, I will stop there and wish you all a wonderful rest of the week. Um, and uh, keep well and keep Keep busy in Krishna's service, as Srila Prabhupada would so much say, chant and be happy. Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama Eva Kevalam. Kalo Nastyeva, 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 Gatiram Yata. Hare Krishna. Shila Prabhupada ki jai gor premanande. Haribol.